0: Well good morning. morning. Welcome back. You guys didn't sleep in at all. It is great to see a full room today. Kids, welcome. You especially, I love it when you're in here. It makes me feel a little bit more comfortable when our kids join us. Uh, They're just happier people, I'm just saying. And I spent a long time working with kids and teenagers, so thank you guys for being in here with us today. How many of you made it to the bash last night? We got a little woo there. All right. All right. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed yourselves, had a great time. I hope you ate as much really good food as I did. I feel like I gained uh, pounds just smelling the dessert truck. You could just walk by and smell the sugar coming out of there. It was an amazing time. And I I do want to pause real quick and just say thank you again. Uh, So many of you gave so many hours to volunteer, to be here, to pull that off, to love on our community. And it was amazing. And our staff who organized all of it, a lot of you have come up and told me this morning, hey, great job. Uh, Here's a secret. I didn't do much. They did most of it. So um, it, it was a great team effort. And so just thankful. Let's give it up for each other and our staff one more time. So now what? We threw a party, we invited a bunch of people, now what? What do we do next? I think this is where it gets to be work. Because now we have to strive to be the community of people that we told our community we want to be. It means we have to be passionate about connecting everyone to Jesus, community, And purpose. I want you to think about that and just let that sink in for a minute. So I don't know what it's like to invite people to your house, but when we invite people to our house, there's a lot that goes into the behind the scenes before you walk in the front door, right? We have to make sure all of the dog hair like dust bunnies are vacuumed up. We have to make sure that the pile of dishes that has piled up for however many days because we've been running from activity to activity get cleaned up. The pile of laundry that never goes away on our couch has to go away for the one, like, six hours that month that it goes away, it goes away. Right? It's a lot of work. But why do we do that? Because I want when someone comes to my house for them to have an incredible experience. I want the guests to feel like they're welcomed, like they matter, like we were glad they were there. And if that matters at my house, how much more does that matter as we embrace and meet our community? We want to be a place that no matter where we are, Everyone feels welcome. We're going to mess it up, right? We're we're human beings. We're going to make mistakes. I'm going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. But that's a chance to actually be humble enough to come back and say, Hey, we're trying this. Sorry. We're stretching to be this kind of people, and we missed it, or I missed it. Or whatever that means, but we get a chance to restore because it matters. But it doesn't just matter here. In a small town, it matters everywhere. And so this is not just, a, hey, Great Oaks, we're about connecting everyone to Jesus' community and purpose on Sunday morning. Mm mm. You and I are great oaks every day, every day, in every moment, to every person we meet. I think that's what Paul meant in Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 20 when he said, so we are Christ's ambassadors, making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Every day, our message is that people would come and experience the love of a God who loves them. It means if we're gonna be passionate about this, it's how we interact with the person at Casey's when we stop and get our gas or our coffee and donut every morning or that breakfast pizza. Ooh, I'm just gonna say, there's too many food illustrations in my sermon. I feel like this this is going bad. It's about how we interact with Eli at Eli's. With some of the same people you see behind the counter every time you go. It's about how we interact with people at Blackburn Park. If you want me to get personal, it's how we interact on the sports sidelines of the sports fields we watch our kids play and compete on. I'm a passionate fan. If you've never watched me, I'm just be ready. It's loud. It's how we interact with our teachers and our principals and our school boards. It's how we interact with the people at IGA. That's what I was told I'm supposed to call it. (laughs) Everyone, everywhere. Connecting everyone. Jesus' community and purpose. Because don't forget, as we live as individuals in this community, our vision, our mission, our goal is this. In seven years, to be a hub in Germantown Hills where people can experience love, connection, and integrated healing. Focusing on revitalizing families, developing and empowering future leaders, and encouraging life-changing gospel conversations. That's what we want to be about. And it starts with love. It's a command to love the way we've been loved. To welcome everyone the way Jesus welcomes us. Again, you may if you were here last night, you heard me say it. As I read the Gospels, Jesus welcomes everybody in. There's no those people or them or us and them. It's everybody. The only time Jesus gets frustrated is when somebody stands between him and someone else. We want to be a people that removes those barriers so we can create connections. And through that connection, that everybody can experience healing. Healing. I think as we think about this command to love, John has hard words for us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 20. It says this, If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? Church, if we're not loving people well, if we're not welcoming them in well, If we're classifying people, I think we have to stop for a minute and say, how am I doing with Jesus? How am I doing at experiencing the love he has for me? Are my words matching my actions? Because when they do, that's when we make connection. That's when life change begins to happen. And that integrated healing, there's a lot in there. We'll be unpacking that over the next several years. But what I want you to know is we care about the whole person. Yes, we care about people spiritually, but we care about them physically, emotionally, mentally, relationally. It's the whole package. Because when one of those areas is off or one of those areas isn't right or we're struggling in one of those areas, it affects where we are spiritually. And it affects where we are, it affects how we interact with other people, it affects how they interact with us. So our desire is to be a place that cares about the whole person and walks alongside the whole person and loves them. It's why we want to start with families. It's why you probably are tired of hearing us talking about five to one, but if you're not, you will be eventually. We'll know you got it when you make fun of us for it. Every kid knows they're loved by a God who created them because they know adults who know the God who created them and who love them. Not because they have to, Because they want to. You want to make me cry like Jake? (laughs) Sit up here and talk about another person investing in my kids. I'll lose it every time. We want that for every kid. Every kid who knows somebody from Great Oaks in this community, we want them to know we're here to love them to walk alongside them. Yeah, they're gonna make mistakes. Guess what? We all will. And we're gonna love you through those mistakes. We want our teenagers to know that same thing. That as they're going through life and it's hard and there are struggles and they feel alone, that they are not alone. That we're here to support and encourage them. We want to help our 18 to 25 year olds. Have you stopped lately to think about the pressure we put on 18 to 25-year-olds? We just need you in those seven formative years of your life when your full frontal lobe is not fully developed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest. I'm 45. I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. (laughs) Haven't got there yet. But what if we were there to help them discover the way God had uniquely made them? Knit them together. Given them purpose, if we were there when their dreams and hopes crashed, and we were there to build them back up and to start all over again. That's what it's about when it comes to connecting, when it comes to healing, when it comes to investing in families. It means walking alongside of parents, single parents, married parents, grandparents who have stepped in to be parents. It's why we do the things we do. It's why we're investing so much. If you haven't heard yet, we have a marriage conference coming up. I wanna stop for a minute and talk about embrace. This is not for somebody else. This is for all of us. If you're sitting here today and you're like, my marriage is good, it's actually great. Is there anything you could do that would make it better? (laughs) If you say no, I'd love to meet you. Come introduce yourself. (laughs) Because I think we all need some work. Or if it's struggling, or if you're like, I'm not married yet, but I'm engaged, come. We want to walk with you. We want to encourage you. Lastly, what do we do next? We live out our values. We live out the six things we've said we want to be about. Unassuming authenticity. Because we genuinely love people the way they are. That's why we do a party like last night. Because we want to genuinely love people the way they are, where they are, how they are. I had two individuals walk up to me last night. And they're like, hey, can we talk to you? And I don't know how they could, I mean, I was just a volunteer in a t-shirt, right? If they've never been here before. And they're like, "Do, do you have church inside the building? Yep, I've been wanting to come to church for a while, but I don't, I don't know if I feel comfortable. Could we walk in? Sure. They're like, we'll see you soon. I don't have any clue who those folks were, what was going on in their lives, but we met them where they are, in a place where they felt safe enough to be, so we can invite him back. Because when we invite him back, we believe that Jesus is all about unimaginable transformation, loving us too much to let us stay the same. Do we believe that? Do we live like we believe that? Like he's actually going to change people's lives in ways that we can't even imagine? That he's going to change our lives, the way we view things, the way we interact with people in ways we can't imagine? When he does, we'll begin to live with unhindered faith. Because Jesus calls us to live courageously. What, where's God calling us to step out of our comfort zone? See how he wants us to grow. The next one's unending development. Because every person has a God-given purpose. I think you just heard that. I don't need to illustrate that for you. That's what, part of the reasons we do mission trips is because people get to discover that God can use everybody. No matter how old, how young, how much talent we feel like we have or we don't feel like we have, God uses everybody as we grow together. Untamed excitement. Anybody wake up this morning, maybe a little tired, but also just like, Holy cow, last night was awesome. Just me? I got one woo one one person. One woo-woo! Okay, we're great. Yeah, right? We wake up that way because it's fun. Fun over time builds relationships as we get to party together, as we get to celebrate together, as we get to engage in people's lives. We want that untamed excitement to be every day as we walk alongside of others. And lastly, uncommon generosity. You heard me say it last night. We want to give this place away. Our community has a reason to use this space. Awesome. But what about us as individuals as we interact? How are we displaying uncommon generosity to those around us? I know. We talk about this stuff a lot. We talk about loving our neighbor a lot the second greatest commandment and I think it's the fruit of the first because I think when we're loving our neighbor we know we're loving God and so we're looking at those two things and I'm asking are we ready to live on mission connecting everyone to Jesus communion purpose as we start I know we're a couple weeks deep in a school year but as we think about a new school year a new season of ministry it's good to remind ourselves of these things it's good to remind ourselves about why we exist and what we're about and who we want to be because it forces us to look forward and I want to invite you to join me praying in anticipation of how God's going to show up this year and what he's gonna do in the lives of people in our community and in our lives. And I look forward to thinking about being here a year from now and hearing stories of transformation for us and those we love. couple questions. (laughs) I think Dave thinks it's time to be done. couple questions. Which one of our values will you focus on this year? Of those six unstatements, they're on our website if you need to see them. Which one are you going to focus on? It's hard to do six things at once, but can we pick one? Where's God trying to street, stretch each and every one of us? What's He asking you to do? Where's He asking me to get uncomfortable and you to get uncomfortable? And what bold step of faith will we take so that God's kingdom can grow in this place? Let's pray. God, it is a morning of celebration (laughs) to think about the conversations we had yesterday, the people who were here who might never step inside this room, at least not yet, but they were here and we got a chance to interact and to love them. God, thank you for where you've placed us. Thank you for the things you've given us and God, help us to share, to be generous. God, thank you for a team that went on a mission trip that took the message of your son to a different place, that interacted with people who are struggling, that brought encouragement to ministry leaders in that place, that got to see how you can work through any of us and all of us if we just trust you. Jesus, thanks for dying for us. Thanks for loving us when we were unlovable. May that be the fuel that drives us forward to love our community. We pray all this in Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.